Hi, I'm Stacy Middlebrooks, Inner Power Priestess and Purpose Igniter, best-selling author and soon-to-be PhD. I left a successful corporate career in global HR and global DEI after 25 years to step into the fullness of my purpose and amplify my impact in the world. Now, I use my experience, education, and expertise to help Wayshower women create a life beyond their dreams by moving them from fear to freedom so they can step into the fullness of their gifts without compromising who they are or their standards. And hello, I am Jill Hyman, dream life embodiment guide and best-selling author. I am a sacred activator of dreams, helping you alchemize your vision into reality. I flirt with life by living in the both and believing you can have it all. As a former collegiate athlete and having spent nearly 20 years in corporate sales, the doing became an easy routine. This is why I now guide powerhouse women to flow from overdrive into purpose-driven. Together, we will bring calm guidance to integrate your spiritual, professional, and personal journey. We help you anchor into what is yours to be and do in this lifetime. You can count on us to engage in raw conversation about our real, authentic experiences. Together, we are the bridge between worlds and beyond barriers. We are taking you on an intuitive journey guided by our higher selves. We'll also be sitting down with some really epic humans, luminaries, who will enlighten us all still is your portal to deepen the integration of you. Thank you for being here. Now let's flow into today's show. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Hello, hello. Welcome into another episode of Still. We're going to, we're going to today. It's one of my favorite things to talk about is uh, self-advocacy. Stacy and I talk about this a lot. And um, we're going to dive into the power of negotiating and asking for what you want. And let's pause on that. Feel that want in your body. Feel it. And now let's bring in demanding your desires. Feel that. Feel the frequency shift of want versus desires. And Yes, first we get to understand our desires and and what it is that we actually want. But I think a lot of you out there probably know, you've probably been listening and I imagine you're tuned in to a few of your desires, what you would really love to create in your lifetime. And how do you negotiate for it? How do you negotiate for these desires? So we're just going to pop the pop the lid on this a little bit because you have Stacy and I, who have collectively, oh gosh, collectively like almost 40 years. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> 40 years in corporate America here. Collective. It, claim it. That's something. I'm almost at 20. So collectively almost 40 years yeah. of corporate that's a wisdom. Big body of wisdom. The big hole. You got some, you got some wise women here from the space of marketing and sales <laughs> and people and all the project planning. So let's talk about this negotiation mm. for our desires. Negotiation. Listen, 
I'm so glad you made this distinction because I always do in life now, I didn't always, between want and desire. And what got really anchored in my body a while ago when I was starting my whole embodiment journey, um, because I was living such a compartmentalized life in corporate and all of that, but to get back in my body, it was like, well, what do I really want, right? It came from that space. And through that exploration, the distinction for me came up that um, desire is really about what's in my pleasure, innately, what's in my pleasure, what is naturally just in my pleasure. I don't even have to think about it and I shouldn't be thinking about it. My desires like just come, they're present, they're here. And it gave me a lot of um, like queen energy, like a queen decrees. She just says, this is what I desire. This is what will happen. This is what I'm available for. This is what I'm going to receive, right? And then the want in my body, maybe different for other people, but the want to me, the distinction felt like the princess. I want, I want, I want, which for me conjured up the idea that it's depending, it's dependent upon someone else. Like a little princess going, I want ice cream or I want this or almost like the wish factor, like, I wish I could have this. I wish I could do that. And that didn't feel good when I tried it on. I try on all emotions and ideas like coats. Like, how does this feel? Does this feel cozy, comfy, you know, big enough that I might be able to layer it with some stuff, grow into it maybe? Or is it too tight and restricted? I don't like it. Desire is really where I landed. And that doesn't mean I don't have wants right now. I want a different coffee very badly. I want a, a beautiful like artisan coffee. I can tell you, you need right to just now. come on over. Just come on down south. I know. I got my I espresso just, machine. I want to go like, to this you? beautiful coffee shop that that I I really wanted to go to yesterday, but I didn't go. So I like I want that. The desire under that is to luxuriate in my coffee experience. That's the desire. I desire because that's in my pleasure. I really enjoy my coffee experience, my tea experience, my hot water with lemon experience. That's the desire. The want is, okay, well, how do I want it to be? How do I want that to show up? Mm, I want to go to that coffee shop. I want to have, I ran out of one of my favorite coffees from that coffee shop. I want to have that at home. That's the distinction that came up for me. And so I wanted to put that out there. And so I'll ask everyone, do you feel a distinction between want versus desire? And then let's get into this negotiation part. And I also want to, I want to pause. And if you are watching over on YouTube, or even if you're, you're just listening, wherever you're listening in, maybe uh, rewind back so you can feel Stacy's mm. energy. Because here's what's available for you is your body is going to be carrying a frequency to want versus to desire. So when when Stacy is saying, I just, I just desire to be luxuriating in this coffee, that's a lot different than when she stated, Well, I just want, I want the coffee because she goes Absolutely. into the experience. So use this and your own life and your own body yeah. just as a reflection point to go back in and really like, ah. Let me hone hone in 
on the energy and the specifics of whatever it might be in your life. This was such an easy one. Coffee. I love it. Cause I, I think many people are like, eh, it's coffee. Is it? Mm. It's mm. A, everything has the opportunity to expand. And when we're going mm. into like negotiation, I think it's also around first off in negotiation, we must get really clear really clear. And this comes from lots and lots of negotiations with my sales career, but just <laughs> in my own life, you must be very clear on what it is that you desire. Yes. If there is an inkling of unclarity or unclearness within you, it will come across when you have the conversation. So here's a very easy example, because this just happened, but it happens to me often, often, often. I very much whole body, like rah, feeling to, to discounts. And this just came in as you were talking, Stacey. What <laughs> it is, is I am in so much pleasure and so much joy when I make an investment in something and then automatically receive money back. It's like, this is my automatic ROI, return on investment my body gets jazzed. <laughs> so I think what is just coming in is this is why I love a discount so much. Like, give me that immediate ROI. So yesterday yeah. I um, luxuriate myself with a spa day of a facial and a massage. And I'm meandering around the, um, the little boutique area afterwards. My body knows I love a discount. Like she, it's in her, this, mm -hmm. y'all, I've been walking around this way for a very long time. And because I know this, I am always asking for that desire to be met in stores, at restaurants. It doesn't matter wherever I am. So I'm meandering around. We're having conversations of like how many tourists come in the spa. And then I am like, are there discounts for locals? She turns and looks and she's like, only if you ask. We do not display it anywhere. And I said, wonderful. <laughs> and she was like, it's 15% off Monday through th Thursday. Like, would you like that? And I was like, I would love it very much. So would you like that? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> this is, but here's the thing. How many of you out there listening can drop it in the comments or like, Ooh, I don't know that I would have asked and it's totally okay. You know, it's that's totally an okay point. It's getting it in the body. I am an embodiment of give me that ROI. If it's available, I'll take it yeah. right now. Well, even if it's not available, you ask. Always ask. We don't I'm know okay if it's available no. or not. <laughs> Do you know most know. times, most times, um, something will come of it. I mean, I was just yeah. at I was buying something for the nest here, like a wall art decor. It was something so minimal. And the backside was like ripped of this painting. And I asked, I was like, oh, well, I know nobody's going to see it. Is there anything you could do? I think I got like $20 off, you yeah. know, but yeah. so often we mm -hmm. will settle. We're talking about lightweight things here, but like, yeah, it's still settling. You will still take the thing home or you'll take the drink and you don't love it. Or you'll sit there with a meal and you're really like, oh, I should have got the other thing. How often? Because we're afraid mm. to negotiate 
for what it is that we really would love. I'm so glad you brought in these really practical examples because this I think is, I would say more accessible to more people because if you're not used to living this way, it's a big deal to then try to channel in the frequency of your desires being met. And you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll take the French fries. I ordered onion rings, but I'll <laughs> take the French fries, like whatever, right? But practical things like this, because our body, like she already knows, she already knows. Like there was nothing that happened in our brains that created a desire. The desire was already there and it signaled to the brain, oh, let's go seek this out. Let's go make this true and real. Yeah, let's go create it. Let's go expand it, right? So when we're thinking about this stuff, if this is not the way you live, breathe, walk, and all of that, beautiful. You're, you're perfectly right where you're supposed to be. You get to try it out with the little things in life. The little things. Even in relationships. Find a safe relationship that you're in and start asking for what you desire. Like be clear about what it is you want because you're probably saying all the time, like I want you to pick up your socks off the floor. I want you to be on time mm. for whatever. I want this, I want that, I want that. But what is that want really about? Because under the want is the desire. Like, oh, I desire for my time to be honored. I desire a clean energetic flow in my home without clutter. So that's the real desire. You get to ask for that from that place of desire. So the example might be, I don't know, socks on the floor. I'm just making this up because I literally have a sock on the floor in his mind. Oh, you know, I have socks on the floor too. I know which ones I where they are. Stand <laughs> stuff on the floor, but I look, y'all hang out I with her to come for, in here, hang out with her for a weekend. <laughs> Stacy, don't worry. She'll be organizing the place. She's gonna organize everywhere I go. It is my desire. It's who I am. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I'm gonna get you organized. But even something like that, let's say it wasn't mine. Um, there is a different frequency in me saying to my husband, I want you to pick up your socks off the floor. Could you please? pick up the socks off the, off the floor. Like there's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. It's fine. And there's a different frequency I'm carrying in my ass and putting in my request when I'm talking about my desire. I would love, and it would so be in my pleasure to be able to walk through this room with a clear floor and feel the energy just completely moving through. And aesthetically, it just looks better. And that changes how I feel. Like that's really important to me. Now, listen, it's a different frequency with which I'm approaching the conversation. The answer still might be the same. Nah, I'm probably not going to remember yep. to get those songs <laughs> off the floor. Probably not going to remember. Or oh, wow, like I have this happen with my husband a lot where I'll be saying something, saying something, and then I'll realize, oh, that's coming from the want. Mm. Okay, I got it. And Such when I express practice. it from the desire, this beautiful man's response to me is incredible. It's like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. 
right? I didn't even know that. I wasn't even looking at it like that. Yeah, babe, cool. Like, that's easy. You got it. What? What? Because I was very clear about what I desire and I aligned with that frequency, that feeling in my body of, ooh, wouldn't it be so juicy if, wouldn't it be so wonderful when, oh, like mm. just there, there's a different way we ask. And yeah, I'm being playful with it because we're talking about like your everyday things. But y'all, this works. Listen, like it works stuff. It really does. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Negotiation well, let's, is for real. <laughs> let's bring it in there. Uh, I also want to point out if you are finding yourself like, I don't even know how to feel these. I don't know how to reach mm, my desires. Yes. There is absolute uh, likelihood that there are emotional blocks in your body. Absolutely. And this is where you've heard us talk about it by now. And we're so excited that we are both licensed Ishtara teachers. Um, we have classes coming up, courses coming up. Um, be sure to head to ishtarabody.com. And then find us on the teacher's page because this is the work that is Ishtara. Um, and it's I-S-H-T-A-R-A. Uh, I was going to say, can you spell that's it? That's the people? work. Let's put it in the, in the, in the uh, write-up so yeah, that we get to do that. clickable really I don't think we're doing that. We get to do that. Yeah. Um, we get to put that out there. So that is, that's what this, that is one of the pieces that Ishara will help you is to, to really hone in on the emotional patterns, which then unlocks all these desires and all these things. And you can really then capitalize on your dreams in a really cool way. And so when we talk about capitalizing on our dreams, let's bring it into, if you're out there and you desire a promotion, if you're out there and you, um, desire and increase of pay, the most absolute number one common thing, and I believe Stacey's will be in agreement here, is we've got to uncover and truly one, believe that we are worthy of what we are about to come mm. and ask for. This worthiness piece is not an easy one to anchor in. And that's why when mm -hmm. we talk about Ishtara this is the most powerful and quickest way I have found. Stacy has found, I think I'm good to talk for both of us. Like it is the quickest, safest way to rewire the patterns in our nervous system that have us be in this lower frequency of I'm not worthy of it. Once we can land in the worthiness and then you're really clear on, I desire uh, I don't know, I'll throw something out there, right? $150,000 as my, um, is where I would like to get in this pay increase or whatever it might be. Maybe you want to get to 90,000. Maybe you want to get to 70,000. It's, it's like such an anchored in thing. You really have to have, you really get to self-coach yourself yeah. through all of the conversations that come up when you're landing that number in your body. Because if it's like you're getting the like, ooh, ooh, there's something there to get to be worked through. And I say this from an exact place of I have done this. So when I'm working with my clients for fun, for fun, literally for fun, because I did not think I, I knew I would not be in this organization for much longer. I negotiated a $20,000 pay increase for fun. 
And I was very much not attached to it, but I was very much attached to the number. I was very much attached to energetically. I will not accept less than this. So there's like a threshold we get to build in. Yes to always more. And here's my threshold for I will not accept less than this. And it took multiple conversations back and forth. Um, you know, the first time they came back with a number thinking they're like really excited about it. Like, oh my, yeah, we got her. She'll stay like, this is going to be great. And I very calmly, you have to be, it's like a way in which you're anchored into your worth. And I said, thank yeah. you so much. I know, I know what this took to go back and get this. And this is what I'm going to need. <gasps> what? Like this isn't complete. <laughs> so right. I know you've been in some of these, you know, we've all had negotiations before, but as women, I have found this is not taught to us. This is not a taught learned mm -mm. thing. There's what's mm -mm. the percent. Oh, I just saw it the other day. It's a pretty high percent of men that will say yes to a role in which they have absolutely no idea how to do it. And women will not. It's like very low percent Just because we about don't know this yesterday. Did you wow. men are so confident wow. in now I'm gonna figure it out. I got this. Yes. And us women yeah. must be perfect. Imposter. We got to meet all this every one of the bullets. I'm all of I'm the criteria. Y'all let's I don't know go the number, this year. Like let's recent go. research. I don't know the number, but I know when I did used to know the number, it was something like 75 to 80%. Yeah. That's what I and saw. I think it's even higher now. And yes, to like, I'll figure it out that piece. What I find fascinating too, with, uh, and we're just generalizing here, but with men is that it's not just that I'll figure it out. It's that I don't even feel like I have to figure it out. I'm going to be resourceful to find the people who already know how to do it. And I'm going to get them to do it, or they're going to show me like how to do it. So I'm not even thinking about like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. Uh, yes to that. But there's also the population of men who are like, I don't need to figure that out, especially if it's a higher level role. Because here's the reality for those of you in, in corporate or in other systems, you know, at the higher level roles, it's less important that you know the nitty gritty details of how to do all of the work. What's more important is your ability to lead, your ability to influence, your ability to set vision and direction. So if I'm an individual contributor, or maybe I'm a supervisor, or, or maybe even first level manager, and I desire that director level or that VP level, then yeah. I don't need to know every single person's job and all the things, all the things in order to do that job. I need to know how to get work done through the people I am responsible for leading in a way that keeps them engaged and in a way that fosters a sense of value and worthiness and belonging and all the DEI things, right? All of that. So generalizing again, men will say, I know how to do that part. Like, I know how to lead people. I know how to get everybody on the same page and move us along. I know how to do that. I don't need to know all this stuff. All the stuff they're saying I need to know, I can confidently walk into that interview and say, with full confidence and self-trust, I can get that done for you. I can get that done for you because it's in my desire to be in that role. And so I'm coming in from that place. Whereas with a lot of women, we're not coming in. We're like, I want to be in that role. 
I have worked my butt off. I deserve to be in that role. And that energy. I don't meet all the criteria. I deserve it. And I don't meet all the criteria. So I'm not even going to apply. I don't meet all the criteria. So, hey, screw it. Yeah, I'm going to apply. And I'm going to walk in like, you owe this to me. And we're generalizing. This is not every single case. We're just highlighting the ones that bring up this negotiation piece and how you get to shift your frequency to be in the pure desire of what it is that's really real for you. What changes in your life when you move from $50,000 to $70,000? What changes? What more can you do in your life? What more can you have? What more can you create for your family, for your community, for your legacy? What shifts? Like what changes? That's the deep-rooted desire piece. It's not just, well, I, I want the money. Yeah, we all want the money. That's good. That's cool. What's the desire? Why do you want that $20,000 more? What will you do with it? That's what you get to align with and be in that frequency. And from that place, knowing that this isn't just about me being able to buy more expensive shoes or clothes or whatever the thing is, this is bigger. And so I am very desirous of the expansion. And that's what I'm here negotiating. This is huge. You're bringing this up because I don't want us to slide over the point of how to anchor in. So we'll like wrap with this is like anchoring in the frequency of this desire. So before, if I know negotiations coming up or say you're like going for a role and you've put in the, you've sent in your resume. Now there's a lot of backend work energetically that you get to do a lot of backend work. And there are too many people out there forgetting this piece. This is all part of when we talk about manifesting and being the magnet frequency wise. So there there were, there've been multiple times in my life when I knew that the role was going to be mine. I took action on it, like reached out to the, the VP of sales, reached out to the CEO. I'm thinking back to some different times. I was very direct and knowing I am the one for this role. I took that action. But second, behind the scenes, in between the interviews, I woke up every day as though this was the role I was in. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I am the every day visualizing that I have this role. Every day, if there's a negotiation that I was going to be moving in, um, every day, like, and this is complete. And I would visualize that money. It's already in my bank account. So there's there's a visualization piece that's like, well, how deep is your desire here? Because y'all just want to skate over a lot of things and be like, oh, just, oh, yeah, well, if it happens, uh, anchor it in, sis. Mm. Like, really anchor mm. it in. Mm. Be mm. it. Be it. So then when it comes to it's not shocking. A lot of things aren't coming to you because your nervous system would be in shock. You can't hold it because you're not Mm -hmm. prepared for it. Mm -hmm. So like this is, it's, it's, how do I visualize? Well, before your feet hit the earth every morning, this is the role I'm in. I am CEO of this or I'm coaching, oh, my clients. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to coach them today. Whatever it might be, you walk through your day in this. Thank you, Jill. That That's so powerful because you're right. It will shock the nervous system and then we will repel the very thing we desire. 
because it's too much. It's too big. Right now, it's really not too much for you. It's really not too big for you, but you have not tilled the land. You have not created the fertile soil for that to have a place to ground. You haven't done that work yet. And I'm just going to put out there because I, I'm imagining just because I know my friends and some, some people I know, I'm imagining the eye rolls like, yeah, all that sounds good. Like I got real stuff I got to be thinking about and taking care of and all of that. I don't have time to be sit, like dreaming and visioning and imagining like I got to get these kids to school on time or else like it's going to be a problem. I got to pick them up from school on time or else they're going to charge me $10 million for being five minutes late. I got to catch the bus. I got to like whatever I have to do in life or I'm the one who has to hold this family together. It's all on me. I don't have room for all of that. Yes, I feel you. I hear you. I know it. I have lived it. Being in like the basic needs of everyday life, which is why I was so stuck in the wants. Like, I just want to go to the grocery store and like buy what I really want to buy and not have to be looking at the price and like, oh, I got to put that back. Like, oh, I just want that, right? Yes, yes to that. That is very real. That is so very real. And what is also very real is the idea that you can start to create expansion from want to desire and then asking for it to really be in your body. And if it's for you, like, yeah, I want to drop off my kid on time and all of that and blah, 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 without it being a mess in the morning and all that. What if the desire you start to play with, so it's not so big of a stretch maybe, is that I desire to have easeful mornings to the extent that I can create for myself. I'm not in control of how that kid's going to act when I say, sweetie, it's time to wake up. That kid can go ballistic. <laughs> that teenager can be like, oh, close the door. Like, whatever. You cannot be attached to the outcome, which is what Jill brought up earlier, this attachment to the outcome, because then you get hooked into that story of, well, I desired it and I went into it with expect, like expecting kind of energy with it. Expectancy is what I'm looking for. And it didn't happen. So see, 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 that's bullshit. It doesn't work. Like, so like I'm on with my stuff. Don't let the stories keep you from your desires. That's the whole point of the stories. They're there to keep you bound, keep you stifled, keep you small. That story is just a string of sentences put together that your brain did. You get to go back to the root of it. What is it I desire? How do I desire to be living? And it's not the external materialistic stuff. Your body doesn't create that kind of thing. She creates the desire, the feeling, the frequency of it, and you align with that. And then you get to be in a space of magnetizing. Oh, there's a discount. Oh, there's the coffee I really desire. Oh, look at all these doors opening. This is how this stuff works. We could do a whole series on how to do all these things. But to recap, you have to be very clear about what your desire is. Being very clear. And distinguishing it from the wants. If you need to start with the wants, great, go deeper. But you need to be clear on what the desires really are. You have to be able to put yourself in a position to own that desire. And from that place, ask it, state it, even demand it. 
Go ask for the raise. Go ask for this. Why not you? Why not now? Go ask for it. Go ask for it. And then you get to do the behind the scenes work that Jill was talking about with aligning and visualizing. Ooh, my life is so wonderful and juicy now that I have these easeful mornings. Oh, oh, I love how I can take my whole family on this vacation because I just received a $20,000 increase. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, I love how I can donate to my favorite nonprofit or charity or start my own nonprofit or charity because I freed up so much time and energy and have more money in my bank account to do so. Oh, that feels good. When you're training your nervous system for expansion, you start feeling the desire getting even clearer. So it's like a circle. Be clear on the desire, ask for it, demand it, request it, do all the behind the scenes work for the expansion and the alignment, and then watch the desire get even clearer, clearer, clearer. It all happens that way. But I just wanted to put it out there that it's not lost on us that for a lot of people, there may be some eye rolls going, manifestation, desire. Uh Uh-huh. We get it. We know it's very real what you're experiencing. We all experience it in some kind of way. And it doesn't have to be an either or. It can be both. Yes, I have all this going on and I still get to be in desire, especially as a woman. It's so important for us to be aligned with our desires because we are the creators in this world. So we get to align and we get to negotiate on our own behalf. And I would say like practice saying all this in the mirror, Hmm. see yourself in it. Uh, And it's not, it's like, it is also very on my heart as we've had these conversations multiple times, sister of if you're out there listening and um, dependent of skin color and tone, like we are talking about women and I am quite aware my journey and the beliefs and the stories that come in are not as deep as my sister Stacy or women of color out there watching. So yep. it's a whole other, which this could be a whole other series. I mean, we've talked about it before in different interviews that we've had. Yeah, um, and absolutely. this is still to be this bridge and to call it forward of like, and I am aware as a white woman, the beliefs and stories, they don't run as like deep and or as tethered or as quite honestly hard. Like it's, it's a, it's a different path. And so I just want to acknowledge that, um, as like a white woman and, and Mm -hmm. knowing what you've walked Stacy too, just in the corporate realm, it's a different, it's a a different journey. So we're pretty much talking about women here (laughs) and to close, I do want to say there's thank you, Jim. Yeah. Thank you. And that's, that's the whole thing, right? That's why I said, it's not lost on us that a lot of this is going to get some eye rolls because that's what I'm saying. Right. I know my friends and they're like, girl, I tuned you out when you started talking about that part. Like my friends would say that to me and I'm like, yeah, I, right. you, I get it. $20,000 um, raise. Yeah. Okay. And sure. Sure. And there's still the possibility. There's still the possibility. And yes, thank you for highlighting that the journey is different. I don't even care if on the surface level, it's the same. Well, we both went to the same school. We both were in the same hometown. We both 
same, 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 same. The way the world is going to experience me is going to be very different than the way the world is going to experience you. And so that is something that I carry and I will have to work through in my aligning with desire because my need may start at the sense of belonging and acceptance. And it may really be a lot of worthiness work as all women we have to work in. Our journey and worthiness work may just look different and we may be starting from different starting blocks. It's still a journey. It's still a journey. And so it's not to negate yours. It is to highlight the difference in the gap and the disparity between the two. And we are worthy of our desires. We are absolutely worthy of our desires. It is our birthright. So we do get to step into this place. And while the journey may look different and feel different, it doesn't mean that it doesn't get to happen. We get to be on the journey. And it's always better when we can be on the journey together. Mm. My little girl's like, what if we would have grown up in the same small town? But then there's the... There's also the age gap. You would have been like this crazy little your child. Babysitter. <laughs> She's always been like babysitter. <laughs> like she is the easiest kid to watch because she's just gonna be out there in nature doing her thing. And I'd be sitting here like doing whatever I do, being organizing. Oh, that you know that would be done. That was so be that would done have been hilarious. <laughs> You'd come it's in not like, our time where are all our my toys? <laughs> like all your for toys are exactly where they belong. They're in the place. You played with that toy. Now we're putting it back. You can have three toys out at one time and that's it. You're not cluttering up this house. Oh, my heart. Uh, uh, well, I'm uh, so glad our souls passed when they did because I don't think it was uh, supposed to be <laughs> way back. <laughs> way back. <laughs> anyway, y'all, thank you for tuning Bye. in today. And we'll see you next time. Love you. What an honor it was to spend time with you today. We want to hear from you. Let us know in the comments what topic you desire us to chat on next. If you want more still in your life, head to stilloriginalpodcast.com. If you'd like to see the full video episode, check out our YouTube community at Still Original Podcast. And we would be so grateful for you to share this episode with someone you know it may serve. We will see you next week, same time, same place, and always still. We are powerful. We are magical. We are, yes, we are still. We are powerful and magical. We can be still.